the intro. You introduce yourself at all. Let's break intro right there. That Getting so hype after that intro, man. It's like that be go crazy. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Lunch Break Podcast. My name is Paul Hans Bernard. Paul Hans Bernard II. It's good to see y'all. Even though I don't see y'all, but I know y'all see me, so it's all good. You know what I'm saying? But today we're gonna have a very, very productive and a real conversation. Um, but to start it off, man, I just want to say happy new year to y'all. I hope that um you guys New Year's event went well. If you guys did anything, if not, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? We're getting straight into it. Uh Personally, I just kind of hung out at the office. I'm gonna lie, I was with a friend. Mm-hmm. Just hung out. What y- what y'all do for New Year's? That was my first time in the church all night. Oh, he was, so, he, was he did the church New Year's. Yeah, I was playing saxophone into the New Year's. That's what's up. What you do? I got out of work. I called you. Oh yeah, you did. He was like, "There's no way you at the office on New Year's." Yeah, I got what's up, y'all? Sliding. I went to bed and I slept. Hey. Yeah, but absolutely. So, so I, I mean, one thing about New Year's, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone's always making New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. What's up, baby? What's up? But, like, I think, honestly, um, when you really look at it, each day is, like, a new year for me when I think about it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you wake up and you have a whole new agenda. You have a whole new day that you can make choices and everything. Who says you got to wait until a new year? Because think about how many new years there are in the world. You got the Chinese New Year. You got the, uh, you talking about the Ethiopian New Year. You got people who don't even follow calendars. You know what I'm saying? So And they follow um, the New Year, Paul? People who don't have calendars just... Okay. I'm just saying there's people there's yeah. also there's I don't also even know what year it is let alone that's what I'm trying to say there's people that so they don't even have a new year so they don't need that you. What's if up, you're sir? blind and you can't see the calendar do they know it's a new year <sighs> that's a good question though. you're blind not deaf bro yeah. oh I got you my bad yeah. <laughs> I still, you can still hear you I mean that has nothing to do with your perception of time you, if you're blind or deaf you still live in time so I mean do you know yeah. what you're saying you really? what you're saying is you uh you could start fresh anytime yeah start fresh anytime. that was that was a long way to get to one point because we can start fresh anytime anytime with any conversation we talk about so move on you know how I talk man I like to talk man but anyways what? yeah so we're gonna get into it uh kind of we're having a conversation before the podcast we were talking about CBD talking about the ethics of cannabinoids um, and talking about also like what is the true addiction of weed, you know, because as of right now, CBD is uh, federally legal in the United States, you know, but mm-hmm. a lot of people still have like a criminal type of perspective to it um, because there was a time when weed was completely like it was it was banned, you know, yeah. in America. There's like been like this weird, uh, I guess, like acceptance of weed through the through the last hundred years. But um, as of right now, I can't say, well, you know, no, 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 no. There was a major acceptance of weed before ni- the 1930s. And then so, getting know, they getting to what, the 1970s was when The 1970s. Well, they used it as yeah. a political uh, statement against the uh, lumber barons of the time, right? So the lumber barons all stood up, they went and got lobbyists, and they said, hey, they're using things to make hemp, we need to use lumber instead. And they basically did a whole propaganda program on how smoking weed was bad, and they used that as a, a propellant for immigration, all of these different things yeah. across the border, right? But before that, if you look between the 1600s and the 1800s, THC is used on a, for nausea on quite a consistent basis in yeah. all of the medicines throughout there. And then as soon as the lumber barons, the pharmaceutical companies got involved. Now, does that say that THC is ethically right or wrong? 
Well, back then they also put heroin in their cough syrups, yeah. right? Well, I mean, so, yeah, back then too, it was focused industrially, and now it's more focused on high. Yes, they're talking yeah. about like even what and, five years the the potency yep. is Insane. off Insane. the roof. Yeah. Well, and now they're figuring out right that there is physical dependency traits, but that's because of the psychoactive compounds in it, right? Which is yeah. the THC. You know, when we talk about CBD. There is no psychoactive compound to it, as long as it stays under the 0.3% mm. THC threshold, right? And a lot of people don't understand this, but, you know, the government over the past month has come out with some articles, and, you know, Bloomberg and Forbes has come out and said, like, CBG and CBDA um, are cannabinoids that prevent COVID. And uh, mm. we'll post the links on here, right? Now, they always say something prevents COVID or causes COVID. So what can you believe at this point from the government? But if it benefits us, we'll take it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, I will um, promote that. Because I actually do believe it. I well, actually do and I think that with our time way. in this industry, you and I understand which ones are addictive. Like if we're talking about Delta 8, Delta 8 is a loophole that yeah, everybody that's, has that's found weird. where it's selling yeah. legal weed. Yeah, it's baby weed. It's baby. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's how they get around it, right? There's always a loophole for yeah. something. Mm. Well, what? So getting into CBD more, because I know that you know, everybody's background with THC is a little bit different, but even with the legalization, still making the choice to focus on CBD, like what's the morals and ethics behind that? Well, at, at a point it doesn't, as soon as THC is federally legal, everything kind of gets recalibrated because then you're taking everything from just the cannabis yeah. plant. You don't have to take it from just the cannabis plant and the hemp plant, right? Anyway. Well, I think personally, um, when I look at what is legal and what is not, I think that something being morally good or morally bad is not is not dependent on if it's legal or not, right? Like I could say no. yeah. alcohol, um, which is a, a firm example, which can you can become a dependent on, which can form an addiction based on. Mm. I mean, very much so. It's legal. I can go buy three fifths of Jack right now, go drink it. The government doesn't care. Wait, how old are you though? I'm 24. Hey, if I drove to Canada, I can do a little bit of it, bro. But like, just because something's legal doesn't yeah. mean it's morally good or morally bad, right? And so the conversation is when C, when uh, I mean when THC becomes legal across the board, does that make it morally good or bad? Just because the government says something is good, just because the government decides, hey, you know what, I can make a lot of money by taxing this product at such a rate, doesn't make that morally good or morally bad. So I, we. I, so we talked about with THC, we already agree across the board that you can become addicted to THC, right? Yes. So besides that, and also besides the whole aspect of, oh, I want to get high, where is the ethical boundaries with weed? If you actually actually can use it in moderation, the same way, like, you know, a lot of Christians, mm -hmm. a lot of people who would have, like, that ethical, um, you know, debate about taking alcohol, which they just use it in moderation, where is that boundary with weed? Is there a boundary there? Yeah. I'm going to say this because like? I used to think about this differently than I do now. Like, I used to believe in the whole medicinal quality of mm -hmm. weed, and that mm -hmm. was because of just the the bias, even everybody's smoking weed, just, all right, that's just a cultural thing, mm -hmm. at least here in the city. And having that kind of idea of, like, just, all right, let's let's smoke because this is solving a problem of some sort. too, right? Through that, pain. too, um, <laughs> is different. But yeah. honestly, now, just the way that it's going with even the potency and messing people up from a young age, like kids are smoking way too young. Yeah. Yep, the cartridges. Their, their brain's not developed yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah the, not to mention the carts, the edibles. Like, that It's changed because it's advertised to children. They say yeah. they're not advertising to children, but when yeah. you see a 
THC edible that looks like Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, that's what you make. Yeah. No, the point is, it's not. It's not moral now. Like no, to to, to deal in THC. But it's a market. Period. It's a financial market. You're trying to make money, and so you're gonna. Do it to the most marketable. To generate the most revenue. Exactly. You got to so you, you start. You start with you start with young people because young people get hip to something. They finna do it for the rest of their life. Bro, you mm-hmm. can't do it with the old people. Like people that are already gone through like creating habits, right? Because they've already gone through that stage of saying, "Oh, this is not something that I'm going to do." Very few old people will jump on that market. But if you can get them while they're young, right? That's right. It's then, a lifelong customer. Right. It's a, a lifelong, lifelong customer, customer for sure. I'm now I sh- I, sh- I struggle as well with the comparison, and I know I made it myself between the comparison of alcohol and tea. Right, because alcohol doesn't have many medicinal uses. Alcohol isn't good for you really at all. And besides, I mean, what the hundred over hundred study by Forbes said: if you drink a glass of alcohol every week, yeah. you'll live longer because it just reduces your stress. It's wine, exactly. Pretty yeah. much yeah. wine, a little, yeah. whiskey. little whiskey. But, but I mean, there, there are some medical well, benefits behind weed. Well, um, and also like addicts, people don't understand, like addicts have their dopamine receptor, the D2 receptor in their brain altered in a way, right, right that is different than how a regular mm-hmm. person thinks that causes them to have impulsive thoughts and attitudes towards anything they do in life, right? So whether that's weed or choose a vice, right, they're going to take it to an extreme just because of how their har- mm-hmm. their brains are hardwired. I take this from experience, right? But, you know, a normal person can function on those things because they know moderation, they know what's key, and they aren't going to become physically dependent. Okay. The question we have to ask ourselves is, if we introduce yeah. weed at an earlier age, as these kids are 10 to 14, is there something pharmacologically happening that is altering their mind in a way that that D2 receptor is being altered, that is causing addictive tendencies you, you, you down remember, the road. You remember in high school or even, I don't know, a little bit earlier, like late middle school, like do you remember when the yeah, kids around you yeah. Start, yeah, started smoking weed around yeah. you? Like I know yeah. even if you were a part yeah. of it um, yeah. or just the other drugs going around school, like yeah. you remember there's a point where now there's academic split, now mm-hmm. there's even like social split, people are starting to click up more or even, I mean that happens naturally but just more focused around this yeah. culture. And then you start to see this whole like lack of motivation. Like personally, I went to GRPS um, my latter two years of school, and there was like a fifty percent rate of attendance. Really, at yeah. my school, and but can you correlate that with the yeah. the weed intake? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I might I might personally correlate that when it comes to income levels because I know yeah. some people gotta they gotta work. They don't. I mean, their parents don't have cars. They can't really get to school. Some of these kids. Like, I think there's a little bit more than just drugs, but I do see what no. you're talking Well, from. and no. I think also, it, it, we're it was, talking about the, we're also talking about the illegal use, because yes. they're all underage. You're supposed to be yeah. 21 taking. Well, no, no, we were talking but, about the ethics but, of it. But, <laughs> we were talking about look, legal use. If we look at it, this aspect, right? If we look at, if we look at the actual legal use of weed, right? Somebody who's actually has anxiety, who has stress, who can't sleep or whatever, and they're, they're 24 years old, whatever, and they're taking weed. And then you compare that when I'm thinking, I'll go to a doctor's office and I'm prescribed all of these different medications just because I tell them I have a certain issue. And a lot of these are a lot more dangerous than oh, weed is, fine. you know? But for some reason, when you go there, a lot of them, they will not prescribe you weed. And they won't prescribe you CBD of a, of a, in a certain nature, you know? So when I'm making but they that... Can't, but they can't prescribe CBD yet because it's not FDA That's approved, right. right? If we say, like, as well, our private, business, private, private doctors can do it. No. There's Until, private, there's private doctors no, no, no. that can prescribe they certain, certain states. They get, they certain can, states. Yes. Certain so, like, states, you yes. can get a medical card here. All states. But it, it's hard, right? Because, like, 
certain states. You can't come out but and say that CBD is medically viable yet because the FDA hasn't approved it. Yes. So well, they're already doing it. They're in the process of it. That's why they're still. That's why they're doing. Uh, they're having all these research articles come out. All these different understandings. Like me personally, I don't even know the strand. Like THD, THC, CBD, CBG, like all these different things. I don't know. But like the reason that they have all this is because they're doing research because they're trying to. They're in the process of making it FDA. Is it though? But it's not. I mean, FDA approval for me doesn't mean as much as I think it does. What the opioid epidemic killed more people than World War II. Uh, it's the FDA right? approval means that mm. public companies are able, like Walgreens, you know, Walmart, CVS, CVS, they're able yeah. to jump on the bandwagon and say, okay, we can carry CBD products in our store yeah. and promote edibles that are CBD related, which is a premise for federal legalization. I mean, that tag is just for, fi but like, once again, that tag that like FDA approved is just for financial gain. Though. It's literally just the for taxes. Yeah. yeah. It's literally just thing. for taxes. Like, I think the point of even CBD, THC, trying to grow in this uh, in this whole market, you're, you know, you got watermelon flavored wraps now, you have the cartridges that are like really marketing <laughs> younger exactly and younger, what you said, yeah. but it's for, does it even, is it even necessary? Like, honestly, I don't even believe that there's beyond a certain point of medical benefit, there's a lot of people using this recreationally, period. Well, yeah, but in the six, like, I'll use an example. Know? In like the 16 and 1500s, kids didn't drink water, they drank beer. And the beer was three times as potent as we drink. Back today. then or no? Back no, then. back then. Back then right? It was three times more potent. It was three really? times more potent. And the reasoning behind that is it was safer than the drinking water, right? It's no different, mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier, how they worship Coca Cola in Mexico. So because much. it's safer than Coca-Cola. It is. Right? Or it's safer than water, I apologize. But then, but then some guy realized when it comes to alcohol and beer, they said, hey, we're going to lower the alcohol level. That means they're going to buy more beer yep. to get that same buzz mm -hmm. they were looking for before. So mm -hmm. then we're going to make money off of it. And I think it's the exact same thing when it comes to weed. The question yep. is, where should the government infringe when it comes to market? Right? When it comes to marketing a new product, right? Can the government overstep and say, yo, 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 you can't market this to kids. You can't start selling... Uh, I don't know, like these sweet gummies to these kids, these edibles, yeah. can they do that? Can they do that? Because then where do they stop, right? Um, and if they do it too tight of a leash right at the beginning, right? Nobody's, you know, right now, what is it in Michigan? Just to even start up a THC dispensary, it's like 100000 for the application alone, right? So there's a lot of barriers that... Oh. Yeah. I mean, to even to even come up with all of these different ideas of how to how to smoke how to how to in, like ingest some sort of drug like i don't really feel like that's even necessary period like to have even a, a close friend of mine right now like going through that that whole idea of yeah this is holding me back like vocalizing that yep. this is something smoking weed is holding me back from my true potential but i continue to do it because well, it's spiritual culture. inadequacy. It's numbing, numbing yourself. <laughs> yeah, you don't I know, want to yeah. feel your emotions. What is it? In a bad situation, right? But some people just do it because they want community, bro. They're like, yo, I, yeah. I mean, mm. I've been in those situations in my yeah. life where it's like I'm just doing it something because my friends are doing that same thing. Yeah, weed has made has introduced me to this craziest types of people. Like, I'll find, <laughs> I'll be in a random car with people I've never met. And just just because we're smoking together, you know what I'm saying? We're yeah. in there hot boxing and sit there have a great conversation. You pull up to a certain spot, you step out for smoking. Same thing like cigarettes do, you know? Same with cigars, bro. Yeah, yeah you, cigars. You, you want to smoke? You know what I'm saying? You step out, you get to yeah. meet new people. So I mean, there's that type of benefit, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. cigars don't get a bad rep, though. Yeah. I, if I could have a cigar in my mouth every second of the day, I would. I, but they won't let I, me do it. I mean, that's 
No. <laughs> I mean, it, I think I it defeats the class. I just want to roll 1964 all day. It defeats the class of it, though. Like the purpose. Did you hear that, though? If you ever want to give me a present, a Padron 1964. It's perfect. I feel like that's probably way beyond my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, 40 bucks? Yeah. It's oh, 40 yeah. bucks for a team. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. now one hour for $40. I'm a college student. Still way beyond my pay Hey, you're already taking out loans. Might as well yeah. take a little bit extra, oh, baby. Wow. So then, yeah. all right. So going. So all right. So let me ask you this. So the government, they do have certain <laughs> regulations. Like for example, if you go into certain places where weed is only medically approved, right? Um, they have certain regulations. Like you can't have uh, flavored edibles. You can't have uh, the edibles look a certain type of way that's appealing to children. Like these are the regulations where it's just medicinally approved, right? So that comes into the duty of the of the government. Is the duty of the government to protect the people, or is it to allow the businesses to make money so they can boost the economy? I guess we'd have to look at the Constitution for that, because you're going to have two different interpretations I mean, yeah, across economy, the board. Economy boosted is helping people, right? Yeah, but so that's the not necessarily. But that's a capitalist standpoint, right? You know, if you're going to look at the other, yeah. pair, you know end of the spectrum they're going to say it's the government's duty to protect the people but every How time much, the government throughout history if we look at yeah, when the government's said we're going to protect you they've gotten involved in the economy and that's more going more towards socialism yeah, yeah, sure. they got but bills to pay like you know like they're going to do what makes them money yeah well they also have power to control right yeah exactly well, like, so they can do exactly like what they want yeah but there's a look at all this the countries that have moved towards socialism like they're not really successful states it depends. What, what defines yeah, it depends. successful? Yeah. Define successful. Yeah. And define socialism, right? Because each they have there's two different interpretations. Because people say, oh, China's communist, but they did a very good way of promoting capitalism through saying, okay, if you partner with the Chinese government, we'll allow you to be the kings of, of business out here, right? But you have to stay in tune with us, right, and do what we say. But you, you, you know, they let a little bit of capitalism seep through, but they still keep the iron fist on everything. You still can be a king in your own right, in your own little world, but the Chinese still, government still controls the business. But, but he's, and he's right. Look at this. Like, governments that are moving more towards socialism, let's say most of Europe. Yeah. <laughs> we can say most of Europe. Most we, of can, Europe. we can talk about Canada. Um, we can talk about different countries in South Africa. We can talk Canada's about... Canada's a good example. Canada's Canada, a great example. Yeah. Um, we can talk about China, even, the People's Republic. Uh, when it comes to the... I, I think you're right. When it comes to successful... When it comes to capitalism, what we define success in America as how much money do you have, how much money you're making, is your economy booming? Europe's economy is trashed. It's trashed. Um, Canada's economy is based on America's economy. Canada's biggest yeah. exporter is America. <laughs> they sell yeah. everything they have to us, and we just give them money for it. Um, they have the biggest oil reserves of anywhere in the world right now. Is in Canada, Russia, that's all frozen. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, you got a little bit in America, too. And so I I'm 100% agreeing with you like some of these countries are moving towards socialism or giving up dependence to the government and because of that their economies are tanking um and their economies are based on capitalistic economies like canada's economy there's socialism uh, pretty much canada is moving towards socialism and canada's economy is based on our capitalistic economy mm -hmm. but us it, in america well, they did what any socialist would do they drained our economy <laughs> they drained our economy and they at, okay they so could. I mean, this is a, we're diverging from like a, the start the start of our conversation, but yes. we can make it ethical if we, we wanted can, to. We can come back to it. Yeah. But like, if you look at uh, the European countries that are moving towards socialism, and you're saying that they are having a failed economy, if you look at their social index, right? This is what I study in school. If you look at the social index, on their 
their overall happiness of the people living within that, that society is higher than the overall happiness of the people living. So, so why is that, right? People let's, in let's, Haiti let's, are happier than people in America, though. To why? Me. Why is that? You know uh, that's a fact. Yeah, you know, that is, you know you that's know, a fact. Yeah. I someone in Haiti who is I don't know I don't know I don't know if I agree with that I don't know if I agree with that statement that's because they've There's dealt with more pain we're too that. comfortable yeah. in America it's too, we're too spoiled that's that's what it comes down we've to we've been to foreign countries we what you we were yeah. born in foreign yeah. countries you know like so, so this is what I personally believe right I look at um, does anyone know what's happening in Ukraine right now anyone no, educate no 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 I don't no so Russia the last three months has brought. 90%, 80% of the military up to the border of Ukraine. Yeah. They're about to take Ukraine, and no one's going to do anything about it. They're going to walk in, take the <laughs> yeah. whole country. That's fine. Is that fine? What's, what can we do? What's, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to Europe? We're, it's the next step because then they take the next line and they say, okay, well, now we have the Ukraine. We're so they take a country so this, that actually so affects us. Once again, then we can once do again, full, full, right full circle, full circle, socialistic economies like Europe and Canada. Socialistic economies like Europe and Canada are happier than America because America is, is protecting the one them. that's protecting them. Yep. Like if we didn't they don't have, have to worry. They don't have to have money. Uh, I, don't to know. I don't know. I are don't you know kidding me? That. I don't know about that. We, we yeah, are the most powerful military in the world. For they them, cannot screw they, with us. Less mental health in Europe than in America. So, so you're no, saying no, their no, aspect no, of security makes them happy. Yeah, of course. So are you saying people will choose security over freedom every time? So you, but you need, but you need, so you need security. security? To, you need security to have freedom. That's right. You, and you who gives them security? You can't have awesome. absolute freedom without security. I don't know. If you have faith, you probably have a lot of security and that guy will. Your assurance, no, faith does not provide you security. Hey, 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 hey! Let me just keep my I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, faith. Faith, though, that does provide security, like some of the happiness. And that's where, if you look at like communist Russia. Even under uh, the poverty level, like that's you know that's faith to have to have to continue to go to church and continue to even believe like all right let's continue to make this happen let's have a happy family regardless let's stay out of drugs let's stay out of CBD those kinds of things like I mean not to not to to cut off the economic stuff but like for the CBD specifically yeah. like does that even have long-standing value besides money? Yes, like is that is yeah, part yeah, of it, that? It, it removes it removes pharmaceutical barriers that people currently have now if they intend to use CBD for its intended purposes yeah, to, remove them, intend. to remove them to remove the ailments they were using pharmaceutical substances to replace. Like going off of that, it also adds to the faith for the same exact purpose that he said, bro. Like people that are using cannabinoids, people that are using CBD, THC. Yeah. All that, the this, that, and the other. They're using it to for what? To take them out of the situation escape, that they're in yeah. to escape, and that allows them to have mm. like to have a sort of faith. Yeah. It might be not true to their actual selves. Like I don't know. Their I don't personally. I don't use it yeah. for myself, right? Mm. But like, if you believe something long enough, then doesn't it become yeah. their reality? Yeah. But somebody, somebody uh, was telling me about how any dependency. This is just from their standpoint. But any dependency, any substance would be blocking your you know, you from your true self, whatever that is to you. That doesn't make but any sense. To have to have any How? sort of dependency on drugs, I'll, alcohol. I'll look, uh, I mean, there's some mental health, right? I mean, you yeah. can talk. You can talk about people that have um, mental health conditions, even, right? Mm. And there are some things. I mean, Adderall. Here's a Adderall is a good example, at least, but from what I think, because Adderall. I mean, 
we know Adderall can be used for very bad things, right? Mm -hmm. Keep you up for three days straight, get some work done, um, and then your body's crashed, your body's <laughs> doing the shakes, like you're not a, you're not a good situation. Are you speaking from experience? Uh, <laughs> no, he's speaking from seeing a bunch of people <laughs> on Adderall in high school. In college, that's right, I went to college. But then I look at, I have a buddy who has ADHD, and this man's all over the place, man. He can't focus on anything. Adderall is the only thing that got him, gets him through life. Which is a dependency to someone, and I guess you kind of run into a thing, because if you look at the long-term studies of any drug, yeah. right, and how it pharmaceutically works in your brain, like Adderall, for instance, or any stimulant, it, it you know... If, what about antidepressants, for example? Well, yeah, yeah. antidepressants, I mean, for instance, well, I'm not going to say that, because then the government's going to come after me, but I'm saying it anyway. Did you know that the majority of school shooters have been on either well, Prozac or some That's type right. of SSRI? Well, which is the most common... Which, That's crazy. Yeah, but... Well, why were they prescribed? They they were taking the medicine that was supposed to still fix the mental it's health condition, and, 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 and they, they still went worse. So it's how, how, is how medication, but is medication given? See, my problem with a lot of like the U.S. No, medication is it is it given to you so them. that you yeah. they want you, you so that you're better or that you're yeah. so you're dependent yeah. so you yeah. give more money? No, no, no. I gear, I've been on this cycle they for the last thirteen years. That's all it is, bro. All they want is to put pills in your mouth to fix a problem, but it's a symptom of the problem. They're not trying to fix the problem; they're fixing the symptoms. Right, Caleb. There's stat like what do they do? They give you uh SSRI or some psychotropic. Uh, medicine, and then they stack it. They like stack they, it. Well, they've been doing that my entire life, and I've had so to draw, draw lines in the sand and say, listen, you know, I don't want these medicines because there are ways to recover without having to stack mm -hmm. five different medicine combinations mm. to feel like a person, right? There's no reason that somebody should say, I can't travel because I have to worry about my medicines. So, I'm I'm in fear because if I don't have my medicines on a daily basis, I cannot perform functions. That's slavery, right? Mm -hmm. That's slavery at its finest. All right, so bringing that back to the beginning of the conversation, is there a holistic approach to what weed serves the purpose of doing for people? If there is an ethical debate on whether or not it's, it's truly beneficial for the person, is there something that can be done outside of the use of, of weed or cannabinoids. I'm sure there is, but I see it more as like a substitute to be honest. I see it as a substitute. Yeah. Because if you take if you take weed or let's say you take C B D, right? It's more of a natural type of way to heal whatever is going on inside of you instead of having to go to a doctor and Well get heal the symptom. Yeah, to heal the symptom, you know? And that it's a lot safer than a lot of these other pharmaceuticals as well, you know? So like I mean I've heard many, many stories of people, you know, one of our business partners, he's uh he a veteran, you know, had a head injury, got medically discharged, and used CBD a lot for his for his nerves because he has a terrible headaches. You know, I know a lot of people that I sell to, they sit and talk to me on the phone about you know their back pain, this that, and the third seizures. Yes, yeah, seizures, seizures is a like, big one with CBD. You know, and and it's like it's either you you can take this or you can take this pharmaceutical that you may not know much about that you can only get from the doctors, or you can take this CBD or mm -hmm. take this weed. You know, like, I think there's a third option. Spectrum Health has opened up a new uh, section of their hospitals. They try to do more homeopathic remedies. Yeah. Where, where they have where they have a psychologist, mm -hmm. a uh, it was a psychologist, a physical therapist, and a chef, dietitian all come into the room with you at the same time to come up with a full policy and a doctor all come up with a full policy to try to say, hey, well you have, I mean you're struggling with sleep, your diet's terrible, yep. uh, you have you have issues from your past. These things you need to focus on. But, but then I guess this is the question. Before, you, you don't, don't have insurance. What, what, what's what the people, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what person can actually yeah. afford that? Because that's how exactly it should be done. But only 
middle to upper middle class and above are going to be able why to is that, that because they want to help big pharma yeah, you want to yeah, get to yeah, the cycle yeah, yeah. um and your insurance companies and big pharma just making bank off of you why we should just name the podcast a cycle because we always get in a damn cycle on this thing like what is your standpoint on we lot like just generally I, versus cbd is it yeah. do you find it morally correct yeah um, i mean i think um, besides the business yeah, <laughs> that's possible to separate. Yeah, I, honestly, personally, I see weed the same way as I see like alcohol. If you can take it in moderation and you take yes. it for medicinal yep. uses, I'm fine with that. But once it starts getting, you know, it starts you start getting dependent on it, I think that's what the problem is. I wouldn't let my babysitter smoke around my kids. Does that make sense? I wouldn't let my yeah. babysitter drink a fifth in front of my kids exactly. either. Yeah, but would you let your babysitter have a yeah. beer around your kids? That's the question. Because I don't think I would allow... I wouldn't want my babysitter no, drinking nothing. on the job at no all. No drugs, period. You're going to be drinking no. in front of my kids. What? Yeah, yeah, but then you, then, then, then you ask yourself this. You. So no, you get your babysitter no, no, no. and your babysitter This is a very specific example. <laughs> no. This is a very specific <laughs> <Wow>. example. <laughs> hey, I'm worried about my future kids. I don't want my babysitter to be sitting there prescribed Adderall, Clonopin, and Norcos. And she's not drinking, she's not smoking dope, but she's fucked up out of her mind the entire time. The bigger question yeah. is, you're having kids, Caleb? <laughs> this is, this is the, the bigger issue to all of them. It's okay. <laughs> when we have, like, just, you see all of them and you're, you know, you're all the godfathers, you know. You'll like them. You'll like them, Joseph. You can't all be the godfather well, that one kid. Like, <laughs> well, there's going to be multiple ones, right? I'm going to be like Genghis Khan. You're going to be like Genghis Khan? <laughs> Did, didn't he only live like Bro. 35 years? You can fact check me on that. Didn't he get killed pretty quick? Hey, he almost connected the west, the the east coast and the west coast of that whole span of land. So, yeah, I think he's the only person to conquer all of the Asians, bro. I know. Is that? Genghis Khan is a goat. He's goaded. Hold on. No, <laughs> because <laughs> he did some very deplorable things. Uh, Yo, we can talk about all the things. We can talk about Genghis Khan. As far as conquest and imperialism, yeah, he's goaded. Genghis Khan is as far as that goes. Excellent at his craft. Ethically, no, no. But hey, I think I would do great with children, so screw off, guys. I just, a couple of kids, like seven or eight. He's, he's really hurt about what I said. I'll give you, I'll give you three. After that, I'm like, Caleb, so hey, Caleb so my dad's a psychologist. I can do a friends and family discount. You can talk afterwards. <laughs> well, that's well, right all now, that's already right now we're talking about the I already talked about it. It's a THC and weed, so let's hop back on topic. <laughs> well, how are we doing on time, Sam? All right, looks like we're actually just out of time. We got any last closing comments or anything? How about we quick go around and say what our thoughts are? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I said mine, Caleb. Caleb. Um, I would kind of agree with you, right? Yeah. On the standpoint that there needs to be more public information out there being promoted by, I guess you would say, lobbyists that are against the pharmaceutical yeah. company. Yeah. Right? So we get more public information out there so people actually have the evidence to determine it themselves, right? Because I can't tell you that, hey, this is medically viable. But what I can tell you is it is an upgrade compared to what you're probably taking in your medicine cabinet That's right fair. now. Research it, see how you feel about yeah. it. You know? yeah. no. What about you, man? This is based on my own conviction. I might get some slack for this, but I don't think it should be recreationally legalized at all. Mm -hmm. um, I think people are irresponsible and they start to use it to medicate, like we talked about, uh, the real issues that they have. Um, they think, oh, this is the one thing I can fix it. I'm going to use it real quick. I don't have to worry about it. They're not really thinking about what they're doing to their bodies. But I think it should be medically legalized. Um, I should think. I think all pharmaceuticals should be not taxable. I think the federal government should not be making money off literally people getting medicine. How are they going to make it though? That's the problem. Off the insurance. Off the insurance. Kickbacks. Yeah, Kickbacks. Right, yes. Cool. So yeah. can I ask you then, yes. do you, uh, what's your uh, perspective on alcohol then? 
So I respect you about alcohol. Yeah, would you say the same thing there? You don't no, because alcohol doesn't really heal anything. Um, and I think there there is a, some states, there are limits to when and how much you can buy. Um, what is it? Ohio, you can't buy on a Sunday. That's still a thing in Ohio. You can't buy alcohol on a Sunday. Um, and there are rules and regulations around that. What was that? How you say communion? Well, you Or you just become a you gotta Seventh-day Adventist. You gotta go to Michigan. Adventist. You go to Seventh-day Adventist. <laughs> go on a Saturday. So but, I need my communion wine. I'm going on Saturday. <laughs> that's, that, that's my opinion, um, personally. Or if it was legalized recreationally, let's put a cap on it. Yep. Let's put a cap on it. Let's um, cap how much we could have and how strong we can make it. Nice. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Sean? I think that's dangerous. I, I, it's not that I don't agree with you, but I do think that's dangerous. I know a lot of uh, individuals that are were sent to prison because of, of that. Um, yeah. And I know that people use that for... Uh, mass incarceration yeah. uh, I did a lot of research on that and I know how the drugs affects the uh, negatively affects and uh, disproportionately affects black communities um, so your opinion is to then get rid of it completely no no I mean look bro like if you need it I feel like you should use it all things in moderation um, but I do think that's that tough. there needs to be more research that's done tough. on it that's yeah. tough yeah Samson what you got bro <laughs> DJ in the back yeah got a lot Noah cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's your what's your what's your opinion on speak? Uh, I think uh, it's just interesting because I heard I heard Shelton talk about it's important to um, to be mindful of the mass incarceration and the yeah. past that we've had with with um, all sorts of things like crack and weed in our community that have been used to uh, marginalize a certain you know mm-hmm. certain people. But at the same time, does that mean that we should? take it away it's it, it's an interesting it becomes an interesting conversation uh, because people are not but uh, people I, I don't think that the issue is necessarily with legalizing the um, the, the weed or legalizing uh, the, the drug right? yeah. I think that there's a deeper conversation we need to have we had about poverty yep. and how we're taking care of people the education care, system yeah, education system the big pharma yeah. 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 so yeah I, I would agree with no that kind of goes into, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever saw Elon Musk, he said that at a certain rate when robots are going to be doing a lot of the mundane tasks, there's going to have to be like a average salary that everybody is going to get paid at a certain age. It's not going to be average though, there's just going to be broke niggas. Or just like, or just, <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, I'm just saying like, if you make under, in, in a certain like tax bracket, you automatically get paid like $1,000 like stimulus by the government every month or something. You know, yeah. because there's not enough jobs available. That's it, a different conversation. That word, yeah, really. that you just... Anyway, no, yeah, no, right, man, that Max, finish it off for us, No, bro. really, I mean, all beautiful points, too, about moderation. Yeah. And then also, yeah, if it's going to be around, you, there has to be a limit on That's what right. is produced in, where it's marketed. You shouldn't be able to, like, I shouldn't be able to walk into any sort of, like, gas station and get, like, pre-rolls. Yeah. I mean, those kinds of things. Honestly, my standpoint on alcohol is a little bit biased just seeing how it's been abused around me i don't like that i don't like to see people drinking period mm-hmm. but even with smoking that can get to tap that can get to a certain place of like you know some clients that are talking about real medical uses yeah like somebody who is dealing with seizures or somebody who's who has a, a child who has autism mm-hmm. or something like that where they found it actually is helping. I don't believe that it it should be used forever. Yeah. It's a means to an end in that way. Yes. But I don't I don't really have uh, I don't personally see the, the the necessity of having it 
as a cultural like let's you know like get together and smoke because it holds people back you know so if uh yeah man if we can fi- if we can figure out a way to get people on track without it yeah I, w- a, I wish I could the same point yeah. I take I wish I could just trust the people around me um, with that responsibility so much more um, Ask myself that question every day. No, I mean, shoot, I, I was I was in middle school singing "Young, Wild, and Free" before I even started smoking. That's right, man. that's right, bro. Yeah, I was. So well, uh, we get high. <laughs> <laughs> no word, man. I think that's about all we got for today. Yeah, yeah man, it's one of the longest shows we ever done. But word, thank you for tuning into the Lunch Break Podcast, y'all. If y'all want to uh, suggest any episodes or want to contribute, whatever it is, go to Unified Group Y O U N I F Y G R O U P dot com forward slash the Lunch Break, um, and uh, you can contact us there. But otherwise than that, probably see y'all next week. God bless. Peace. Yeah. All right, y'all.